G'day, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Great to have your company. A bit of a different podcast today. Yes, we are Sans Abbey. Mm. She has no voice. I don't know if she's going to be sweet for tomorrow. You don't reckon? Well, she said it was completely gone. Uh, did she or did she say she had a complete ban? Yeah, but that's... No, see, if she was on a talking ban, yeah. she would... She's not one to follow the advice of professionals or the rules. No, that's true. So I think she would still come in. She said her voice had completely gone. Right. And as someone who loses their voice a bit... Do you? I don't... Yeah, I don't know. But I get that real, like, smoker's cough that goes with it. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> You like that? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know that it's going to come back right. that easily. So then, what do we do? Well, the show must go on, my sir. <laughs> 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 and, um, I'm doubting the quality. <laughs> no, you'll do a good job. You'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today's show, uh, interesting though, we caught up with a prison warden from America to find out. Jeffrey Epstein, the billionaire who allegedly committed suicide. Yeah. Is it possible that he did it or was there a hit yeah. put out on him? He'll answer some of those questions. You'll hear one of the, ma- the bravest men in the world on the phone when we caught up with Scotty Too Hotty, who continued to dig a massive hole for himself and then just... Kept on digging. Some say brave, others say stupid. I think there's a bit of both. We'll let you be the judge of that. Yeah. Uh, plus, the letters for Alpha Bucks, uh, when we play next, we'll give them to you. It, it won't be till Thursday, because Alpha Bucks will return Thursday. We'll yes. give you those letters in a second. Stand by. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sick. Sick. Oh, that's so sick. Now, uh, if you just joined us, you know, Abs isn't in today. She's yeah. not feeling well. Um, I want to say good morning to you, Abs. I know that you would have the radio on in your house she would. right now. Of course she would. She, <laughs> she won't be listening to us, but she'll have it on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she sent us a text message already. Uh, she's we, The whole idea was she was meant to have a sleep in yeah. today. Um, Scotty, her, her husband's going to be in a bit of trouble because he's still asleep uh-huh. at the moment. Usually uh-huh. he would be up now with the children, uh-huh. so... Mistake number one, Scotty. You can't be helped, but uh, that's on you. We'll track to Scotty after seven. If he isn't smothered with a pillow before then. No, they don't have life insurance. I don't reckon oh, he right. will be. Yeah. Well, he's safe. He did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> she says she doesn't want the bad karma. He just wants to keep his life. But she is a trooper, and it's actually the only reason she would not come in is that she actually can't talk. Like, that's that's pretty much the only way she would be able to take a sick day. Yeah. Because, uh, she can't talk at all. So. Uh, she, w- she would actually come to work if a limb had been severed. Yes. She would probably rip the bottom of her T-shirt off, tie, it, tie a tourniquet around it, <laughs> and then probably just wrap up the show and pop off five minutes early. This is her yesterday. Uh, you can kind of hear her voice starting to, to drift out. The last time I vo- lost my voice was two years ago yeah. when we did our bunker. My, my kids have been sick and I've been gargling salt water for a week, uh-huh. but it's just I had a slight cold and now it just goes to my voice and I've got laryngitis. There is a video, I'm not sure if we put it on Facebook yet, because yeah. um, a listener suggested that she snort warm, salty water. Yes, which and she got into. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the, it was the, her gateway. Yeah. She, uh, we said to her, you can always have more, you can never have, have less, that. but she, um, she was like a Dyson. <laughs> yeah, she went for she, it. She hoovered. Well, she thought it was working, was the thing. I, I think it may have... Made it worse? Yeah. Uh. Um... Maybe have been one of the other radio stations who's suggested it. Oh, you're Maybe. right. <laughs> <laughs> Karen from uh, Crestmead. Oh, we see through that, Kip. <laughs> uh, but so what, what happened before she left 
Um, how did they work it out? Your, how do you make, you get your phone? Can you can actually type in notes and get type it to speak? And then if you highlight it all, uh, when it says like copy paste, if you go, keep scrolling along, there's one that says voice, and it, it'll speak for you. So you select it, and it actually speaks it through the yeah. through the speaker. Now I knew you could do this with your email. Yeah. I didn't know you could do it with your phone. So she yesterday when she went home to her children, yes, was using it to speak to, to them. Communicate. Yeah. So imagine having three boys. Yeah. Under seven, uh-huh. <laughs> and having to Stephen Hawking it and, and type everything in. And parent, let's let's have a listen. She set this through to us overnight. Stop! You are frightening your brother. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why she does come to work, even if she is sick, though, too, can't you? <laughs> There's no rest there. Uh, okay, here we go. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. You know that you have football training, then going to watch Dad's football game tonight? Yes, I know that. You need to eat dinner first. Then why are you making my dinner? Oh, yeah. That's are you missing Mum talk? Doing that, doing that, doing that. Yeah, pretty much. Are you missing mum talking? Are you missing mum talking? <laughs> she even nags with her speaking spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Siri. She's like, don't make me say this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> could, could we not, if she, if this is serious, yeah. right? Because laryngitis could last for ages. Yeah. Surely we could get like something in the studio yeah. that she could type on like a bit quicker that would speak for her. Is she a fast typer though? I don't know if she is. I think she, I think she is. Uh, she's need, dyslexic, so that could be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MacBooks do it too, apparently. Right. Yeah. Well, we all we all need some new Apple MacBook Pros. So if we get a few <laughs> of them in here, well, you know, we could just let her rest and get better. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Yep, 13, 10, 60. Anything you want to talk about and our best caller of the week will get tickets to R&B Fridays Live. Alex from Kapala Bar. What do you want to chat about today, dude? Or girl, sorry. Hi, guys. Oh, <laughs> you email, it. thank you. As soon as I said it, I knew Dad, it. Puppetry of the Patriarch, I tell you what. <laughs> sorry, Alex, go for it. Oh, good. I just want to talk about how difficult it is saving for a house, and my partner and I have moved in with my parents to do so. We've been with them since January, and it is driving both of us insane. (laughs) And them too, or...? Uh, uh, I actually think they kind of enjoy it. Yeah, right. What What is it that's annoying about it? Is it the fact that it's like going back to being a kid where they're always asking where you're going, what you're doing? Yeah, exactly. And the fact that we've lived out of home, like we were renting together for a couple of years before we moved back in, and they're just so over the top and then there's no alone time and it's yeah just really taking its toll so um we thought we'd be out of there a few months ago but it's just still going on how much longer do you reckon you've got to go i hope not much longer we, we have a million appointments with all different mortgage brokers and stuff seeing what the best deal is so we can get the hell out of there imagine that you end up just buying a house you can't afford for like 12 percent because you're so keen to just get out of here no we were tempted to go to woodridge and eagleby but i, I put my foot down on that one i said chris no way <laughs> well good luck with it uh saving for the, the saving the deposit is hard enough to loan dealing with the parents so hopefully it all works out uh ethan is on the air this morning. Hey, mate. Hey, guys. How you going? Good. What do you got for us, mate? Um, you know how you guys are talking up 
well, okay, probably not you guys. More Abby was talking up uh, the ladies' underwear last week. The six dollar uh, yeah. one size fits all from Best and Less Undies. Yes, that, that's the one. Yeah, so you got a pair on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Um, <laughs> so um, on the weekend, I thought, oh, okay, I'll I'll go down there. So went into Best and Less. Uh, looking like a creep walking through the ladies' lingerie <laughs> section. Yeah, that's tough. And um, I, I don't know whether to ask to, you know, where they were. I eventually found them on my own, grabbed a couple, slinked my way to the register, <laughs> and um, got some. So I, I took them back, and I said, oh, I've got a surprise for you. Oh, and uh, she's like, oh, well, I one. Here, I got these. And I got the dirtiest look, and she goes... I'm not putting them on. I was like, they're supposed to be super comfy. They're talking it up on the radio. And she goes, nah, they are not sexy. There is no way I'm putting them on. And yet they're still hanging. <laughs> they're still on, on their coat hangers. Now, Ethan, the, the other thing is um, they're a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm wearing them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that a man can buy a one size fits all. And plus, you've said I've got a surprise for for you. So her hopes would have been so high. Some sort of and then you like sexy number, some honey bedet, even some uh, jewelry or something. And then you hand over a pair of undies. It's not even the funniest thing though. The funniest thing is she's my ex partner, and she thinks I got them for her, so she looks unattractive to someone else. You bought your ex-partner ex underwear? One, one size fits all underwear. you got a death wish, Ethan. Yeah, we're still friends, though, so... Not anymore. <laughs> Good on you. Wow. Brave man. Yeah, don't eat anything she cooks for you, mate. Uh, Jody and Goodnar, morning. What do you want to chat about? Formals. And a shout-out to all the parents out there that, like me, are having to go through the actual process of formals for the year 12. What a production. It just never stops. Has right. Ethan got his coming up? Is yeah, he's in November. Yeah. Um, but uh, you've got a daughter by the sounds of it? A daughter. Yeah. So the hair, the makeup, the dress, the jewellery, the underwear. Do I wear underwear? Do I just go... Oh, my God. Rando. <laughs> what do you do? You tell your daughter she's wearing underwear. <laughs> I know, you tell your daughter. But what, what happens when there's just nothing that... Is suitable to wear with the dress. Have you seen these dresses? Well, if she heads down to Best and Less, she can get a great pair of one size fits all for six dollars. I would love to get her a pair of those to go with it, but I just do not think that that would be what she would be wearing. Apparently, Jody, uh, at my son's school, they've got a Facebook group uh, for all the girls to post their um, dresses into, so no one doubles up. Ethan's uh-huh. girlfriend, yeah. my son's girlfriend, uh, someone has bought her dress after she'd already bagged oh. it, so there's a bit of a fight going on as to who's got to take the dress back. Oh, no way. Yep, there's all of that. There's And then there's the pre's and the posts and the post, post, post. Yeah. It just keeps going on and on. But you'll miss it when they go, Jody. You've got to enjoy it. I will. I will. Thank you. Good on you, Jody. I'm so glad I'm not going through what you're going through. But <laughs> is there Ethan I, I wearing underwear to his forward? I don't, don't want to know. I don't even. That makes me scared. Jasmine, <laughs> morning. Morning. Good, good. Frightened, but good. What do you want to chat about? <laughs> uh, keyboard warriors. Oh, yeah? I work as reception and I handle the keyboards and phones and I there is something that you will never come across face-to-face, what you will over the phone yeah. or a keyboard. Yeah. I, I also think, you know, people on Facebook who complain a lot, 
I always think, would those people walk around like the middle of a Westfield and go, life sucks, it's the worst, I can't believe they did that to me, I don't want to talk about it though. Life sucks, it's the worst, I can't believe they did that to me, I don't want to talk about it though. I just can't even today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people always stab me in the back. I don't want to talk about it though. <laughs> what, sort of, what sort of business do you work for? Uh, real estate. So. Ah, yeah, so you would get a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've got the worst people in the world, um, according to the clients, and we're actually one of the best. And um, yeah, you can't you can't win no matter who you are. So, no. well, <laughs> good luck with it, Jasmine. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Xenox Diamonds, where beautiful engagement rings are crafted with an unforgettable experience. Stav, Abby, and Matt's out of this world proposal. Yeah, a rocket is going to go to space. Attached to it, a $20,000 Xenox diamond ring. The space capsule will fall away from the rocket. Yes. Containing said ring, it will plummet towards the Earth. There will be couples on the ground um, in cordoned off sections, because we only know about a rough area. Yeah, like a few hectares-ish. It all depends on what our rocket scientist says. Yeah. But we can't get it exact. No. Because... Science, science isn't exact. No, it's not an exact science. science. No, it's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> so not rocket science. we're going to meet our next couple after 8 o'clock this morning as to who is going to be part of this. It's a story of a proposal that no one will ever forget, and that's what we're chasing here. That's right. But there is a story of a proposal that never happened uh, that this man won't forget. We were talking actually last week about uh, when the engagement's gone wrong. We talked to that guy who his wife said no. And so he gave the $12,000 ring to his best mate, right? Yeah, and his mate didn't even offer up any cash, which I thought was... You'd at least give him a carton or something. Yeah, so, a, yeah. <laughs> like, or a, a bottle of Jim Beam. Like, yeah. You can't just... Crownies. Yeah, that's what's uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas and <laughs> falling down proposals is what crownies are called. Yeah, I think that's our advertising <laughs> slogan. Uh, but there's a Sydney bloke, uh, Brendan. He's an electrician, so I guess yeah. we'll call him Brendo. Uh, he had planned to go to uh, Santorini overseas with his uh, then-girlfriend, and he, she didn't know that he was going to propose to her on that trip. A couple of days before they go on the trip, she dumps him. So he's already paid for the trip. So he goes, I may as well go. So he's shouted her a trip to Santorini. Yes. And she break, She must have known it was coming. Do you reckon then? she knew it was coming? Got what? out while the going was good? Even if you were, if you were planning to break up with someone yeah. and they offered you a trip to Santorini... Would you hang in? You'd, you'd, hang, in <laughs> you'd hang in for the trip. And then when you landed back at the airport... You'd Thanks be like, that, that was fun. We've <laughs> got a lot of memories. <laughs> the, uh... You know what, like... Yeah. She uh, must have known. She must have had a whiff of something. Well, he had no idea. He was completely blindsided by it. And then when he was in Santorini, that was where he was going to propose on a lovely cliff top and, uh, with the sun setting in the background and all that. Yeah. He decided instead of doing that to throw the $5,000 ring into the ocean. Really? Yeah. Why do, I, a lot of people seem to do that. Throw it away? Yeah. Well, he's got a video that went viral. You can see him throw the engagement box. Nah, in. I believe him. <laughs> yeah. And then he went on another $5,000 holiday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he, he, does, he throws the, he throws the um, ring into the ocean because he just can't deal anymore. Because surely... Jewelry places have uh, returns yeah. policy. Like, 
I shop at TK Maxx and they give you 30 days if your T-shirts are still in the same condition at which you bought them. Heads, don't buy an engagement ring from TK Maxx, anybody. <laughs> they do fine work, but I don't think that's the right idea. Like, if you're, if you're in the business... And he's only an electrician, you know, like, he's not minted, obviously. No. He's 25. Like, that could have gone a long way, five yeah. grand. If you're in the business of selling engagement rings, hmm. you know that it's... All, and for Knife's Edge, yeah, could, yeah. people might want to return them. Yeah. But I guess they find it too emotionally bad to keep it on them and like I, I every time they look at the ring it's a reminder of the girl that dumped you so I don't know about you but $5,000 cash could that would cheer me up a little would, bit yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess I don't have the girl but I still have my five grand yeah. and all your mates would happily gather around a guy with $5,000 and a broken heart to yes. take him out to well him up. yes he was on a it was a top deck tour uh, which I think is like a Kentucky thing yeah and he says that, um, I, I'm a little bit suspect of this, but he said uh, he um, struck up a, a friendship with the tour leader and she helped him get through. Oh, did she? <laughs> uh. Yes, yes, she did. So, I, I, yeah. It was all what was made till that point. She, she helped him, did she? She helped him get through some of the darker times right, on the trip. Yes. Right, Yes. Well, you know what? That's what you want. When you have a tour guide, you want them to go above and beyond. The extra mile is what you're chasing. Yes. You know? Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if she's got a $5,000 ring on her finger. That is very <laughs> possible. Uh, but our Out of This World proposal, our couple, we meet at 8 o'clock. Both of them, all of our couples have agreed that they want to get engaged. Yes. So they know it's happening. There's no chance that someone will say no. No. But there is a chance we will lose a $20,000 diamond ring. Yes, but not on purpose. No. So, no, there was enough at stake without uh, possibly getting an O. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Cold days, hot deals with Suzuki. Gift cards on dealer stock. See a Suzuki dealer now. T's and C's apply. Stab Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Radio, 10000 bucks on the line. Every time we play our $10,000 Alpha Bucks, uh, and we've given away four answers so far this morning, so good luck to today's player. All right, Laura from Cooper, first time on air too. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you got through. You got through. You got through. Yes, it's very exciting. And you know how this works. You've got 30 seconds. I'm going to give you a letter. Every answer has to start with that letter, and you get $50 per one. You get right in 10 grand if you get them all, okay? Awesome. Perfect. All right. Did you get any of the answers that we've been giving away? I got four. Ooh. I think that's all you've given. So. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. You know what? Just for a tip for everyone, the answers are coming after the ads. So we're playing them out of the back of the ads between six and seven and seven and eight. So right. here we go. Okay. So you know that your letter for today is R for Romeo? I do. Okay. Your time will start when I finish the first question, which is name an occupation. A receptionist. Name a car brand. Reno. Name a piece of jewellery. Uh, ring. Name an occupation. Receptionist. <laughs> Name a music group. Um, uh, pass. Name a type of pie. Uh, rhubarb and apple. Name a dog breed. Uh, Jack Russell or... Yep, pass. Okay. <laughs> Name something you always lose. Um, cross. Did you did you mean a rack a rack Russell? <laughs> you, 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 you freaked and changed I did letters. I my dog breed too. My dog groomer. You're a. Did you say you're a dog groomer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. I just had a blank. I just could not think of any. Have you ever groomed a Rottweiler before? 
Yeah, I, I bought the right wheel. You uh, had to really groom them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got $200, though, so well done. Awesome. Thank you so much. The couple that you did pass on, a music group, you could have had Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, of course. And for, yeah, Rock Wheeler, of course. And something you always lose, you could have remote control. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We never know what it is that we should say. Men. Men. Yep. Generally, you just shouldn't say anything at all. That's right. You should be seen and <laughs> not heard, <laughs> I believe, is the saying. Uh, now, Abs is away today. She is sick. Uh, so, we've been chatting in our office about... Th- and this was brought on by her, actually, wasn't mm. it? So, we've got our producers, Tony and Siobhan, in. Uh, morning, ladies. Morning. Uh, they answer the phones every morning and, and do all the hard work to get the show on the air. Correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us about this fitness kick that Abby has gotten you girls on. Well, I mean, we were we jumped on board as well. Basically, we were all talking when Tony and I first joined the show a few months ago. We were all talking about how hard breakfast hours are, mm. and that we were all a little bit unhappy with our current shapes. We wanted to lose a few kilos, yeah. so we decided to go on a massive health kick. Yeah. It's not going so well, yeah. but we do PT twice a week. Yeah, I mean, that's going great, but, you know, dieting is probably the, the most... That's a key factor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The food uh, that you yeah. put in your mouth. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. the thing that's, that's hard when this happens, right, is me and Stav, as the, the men, the only... We're outnumbered by mm-hmm. you three women to two men. Yes. Correct. Uh, we don't know what we should say. What do you say to a woman who is on a diet? Are you meant to give encouraging words like, should we be saying, you girl... Can't we just? Uh, no, no. Should we? Okay, I'm going to rip the bandaid off. Yeah. Should we say? Yes, you, you need look to like, lose weight. No, 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 no. Oh, mate. <laughs> should we say you you've lost weight or you guys are doing great? Should we make comment or what do we do? Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest problem with guys is that we talk about wanting to lose weight, we're not feeling great, and all this kind of stuff, and then guys immediately jump in and think they need to fix the situation. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, maybe you know, maybe you shouldn't be eating that, or maybe you should go to the gym and things like that. And it's like, no. That's not the kind of encouragement we need. What we need you to say is you look great, but you do whatever you need to do. So I have this problem with my partner all the time as well. I will say to him, I'm not feeling great. I need to lose my jelly. And he'll say, oh, I love your jelly. Oh. Oh, but what's wrong with that? That's no. an acknowledgement that there is jelly. Yes. No, she's you, you acknowledge <laughs> the jelly matter. first. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, matter. doesn't matter. This is the tricky web we weave. There is no jelly. There is never no jelly. any jelly. <laughs> the jelly does not exist. There but is no jelly. What if you're a man who likes the jelly? I like a bit of jelly. No, that's... Mm. We still don't want to acknowledge the jelly. I think curvy is the word you use in that yeah. situation. I love your curves. Yeah. Nah, see, I don't reckon... That, that... And I think there's a subtlety in it as well. You don't have to be walking around going, oh, my God, you've lost three kilos, you look great. Just tell us we're looking good. Like, yeah. And it might just be like, your hair looks great today or I love that jumper or things like that because that makes us feel good about ourselves and then we'll keep going. I will say, can I just say... point out, I've never looked at my wife and gone, hey, babe, I really love that jumper. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> Some jumpers can be really cute. Okay? Hey babe, those sweatpants. <laughs> yep. Hey cat, it's my birthday. Whack that sweater on and let's get wild. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to go crazy? Do that thing where you tie it around your waist with the sleeves. Rock. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Because the other the thing that's hard, and I know you have this with your partner Siobhan, but my my wife does it too. When they say "Don't let me," so if they say "Don't let me eat cheese" or "Don't let me eat this," yeah. there is no way telling a woman. 
that she should not be eating something is the same as strapping a stake to your head and then rubbing your forehead against the forehead of a tiger. Yeah, I know that one's wow. a little bit hard, but sometimes you just, and, and I think that's it, you have to let the woman dictate it because sometimes you do need someone to step in and give you a bit of tough love. But then you eat it and then you go, you weren't meant to, you weren't meant to let me eat that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yep. happens an awful lot. We acknowledge lot. that. We know we're hypocrites. It's oh, okay. Apology accepted. No, no, no. no, no that's, not apology that that's not what that was. <laughs> but I think the big thing is don't try and fix it. Like, my big problem is always it's like, oh, well, like, let's go boxing on the weekend or let's go for a run on the weekend or let's get... And it's like, no, I'm dealing with it myself. What a monster. Yeah, just tell me <laughs> that my jumper's cute and go on with your day. Terrible, man. I once... My, my wife said that she wanted to uh, wanted to lose a little, little bit of weight mm-hmm. and I thought she'd said it a lot. And I don't... Think she needs to lose weight. I enjoy her the way she is. Like the jelly. That's I do. I like a little bit of something to grab a hold of. And um, (laughs) I said, I said to her on a Friday when she said, "Can you go to the bottle?" I said, "No." So what do you mean? I said, "Well, you said if you wanted to lose weight, you shouldn't drink wine." Bad decision. Yeah. Bad choice. Yeah. So. 131060, let's use the radio as a, a bit of a PA system. Mm. Are you a woman who's currently on a diet yep. or or you're going through a bit of a fitness regime? Yep. Mm. Use the radio as a PA to get a message out to your partner. How they should talk to you. What should he say? How should he act? All right? 131060. Uh, phones are open right now as a little prize. You'll get a you get what you get, you don't get upset t shirt. <laughs> just to make it a bit of fun. Large uh, one. Yeah, For the husband, extra small yeah. for the lady. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On hit one oh five. Talking about men being stupid. We don't know how to talk to women who are dieting or trying to get their body back into the shape that they like because it's it's a minefield. And we're idiots. I just don't talk to women about their bodies at all. A woman could be nine months pregnant (laughs) in labour. Yeah. And unless she says to me, I'm pregnant, Mm. I won't say anything. I will even still go when she says I'm pregnant. Are you really? Really? No way. What? (laughs) Uh, So 131060, this is what we're doing. Uh, If you are a female who is on a diet at the moment, use the radio as a PA system to your partner and all men on what they should do. Uh, Cyan, good morning. Good morning. You're currently on a diet? Yes, I'm on a keto diet. And um, my partner keeps saying, oh, don't you want some rice? Oh, don't you want some bread? It's so yummy. And I said, "Uh, I'm on a keto diet. I keep telling you I'm on a keto diet. I can't eat carbs. And then he goes, you don't have to be on the diet. And I want to be on the diet. Stop telling me that I don't have to be on the diet. So, I know it's his own type of uh, his way of saying you don't have to lose weight. I don't even know why you're doing it in the first place. But it's my decision. It's my body. And I want this is what I want because I want to look good for myself. Yeah, but know, just, he's but, telling yeah. you he likes your body and that you don't have I, to lose the weight. What do you want him I, to say? I don't want him to say anything. I want him to like, <laughs> I'm surprised he can get a word in, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> we hear what you're saying. He should eat in the bedroom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and leave you alone. Ashley, uh, you're on a diet. What do you want men to say? 
I'm a, I'm a currently on a weight loss journey. I don't have a partner though. Right. And I'm really self-conscious of my body still because I've lost 50 kilos. So Thank you. Just complimentary. Uh, so, I mean, I'm seeing a guy like casually and he just tells me I'm beautiful. He compliments the way I look. He... It makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, so, so he's doing it right. Yeah, yes. But you, not every man can, like, if you and I walked past each other in the street, you wouldn't want me to say the things that your fun well, buddy no, says to you. Because I, <laughs> I wouldn't be walking down the street with no clothes on, though. So. No, that's a <laughs> <laughs> very, good, very good point. But, a, but a co- <laughs> you wouldn't mind a co-worker saying to you, you look great since you lost the weight. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't you mind could that. Do that. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. Uh, I'm still uncomfortable. Uh, Danielle <laughs> in Thornlands. Uh, what, what would you like your partner to say to you? Um, what I'd like is for him to keep doing what he does when I'm not trying to lose weight. So he's really affectionate and tells me that he loves my body, he loves my curves, but the minute that I say I'm unhappy and I want to do something, he will grab my you know, little curvier areas, so the muffin top kind of areas, and say, well, if you keep eating things like that or eating as much as you do, you're never going to lose those areas. So, oh. so he's he... usually more supportive when I don't want to lose weight. Right. Right. So he grabs onto the bits you don't like and says, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. So normally he'll just, like, you know, tell me he loves how I look and he loves my curves, but then as soon as I want to lose weight, he gets really controlling. Oh. Okay, well, if you want to lose the weight, you're not going to lose these bits that you hate if you keep eating that or if you eat this yeah. much. And I see what you mean, but for a walk. He, would, he would think that he's helping you, right, from his point of view? Yeah. yeah. He thinks he's being encouraged yeah. to motivate me, but instead it kind of makes him think, well, no. Now, instead of eating this one thing, I'm going to eat four of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like he's just an idiot, Danielle. I mean, well, we all should are. Know, not That's the bottom line. We all are idiots. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Celebrating 50 years in tools. CNL Tools Banyo. Because you want to buy tools, not talk to one. Ah, oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. It's his time to shine because he's been bumped up to prime time. It's time to head the Scotty Too Hottie for Trady Chat Tuesday. How you doing, buddy? G'day, Sammy. How are you? Good. Scotty, Scotty, right. Scotty, your lovely wife, who is our dear friend and uh, co-host of our show, Abby. She's quite ill. Doesn't have many sick days. No, doesn't have any sick days. No, never. No, she doesn't. No. But she cannot speak. She does. Sorry, mate. I'm just trying to grab something for a, a mate of mine. Sorry, yeah. She's uh, first time she's probably <laughs> prime time, Scotty. Prime time. I <laughs> know. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no. Poor old Abs has come down with um, the no talking voice. So it's been heaven at home. Jesus, never known yourself. Just be, just be careful, mate. So, I know, I know. So she's yesterday. She was the voice was starting to go, and we said to her, "Talking ban." So no, no talking between what was it like nine thirty yesterday and six a.m. today yeah. to see if she would be fine. Yeah. Um, did she speak at all at home? Oh, she got up this morning and she was yelling at me because I apparently didn't help her out enough in the middle of the night. So, yeah. um, but yesterday afternoon she did pretty well. Yeah, she didn't talk much. She had to use the uh, the phone to talk for her. So, 
Yeah, well, she's um, got like a little speaking spell on her on her phone. How's that work again? So if you write in your notes and then you um, highlight it. Uh, where it would say copy or paste. Uh, if you keep scrolling along, you can voice it and it'll talk it out loud. Yeah, it was pretty, um, pretty, pretty scary. Like you said, it sounded like Hawkins. Well, almost, this is, you know, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Falcon, yeah, that's the fella. Yeah, yeah. that's a go. We actually, yeah. uh, we have access to these files, Scotty, <laughs> and I've got, we've got oh, some of the audio you. that I want to play right now. Um, uh, and I, I love that even without a voice, your wife can still <laughs> get you in trouble. The, the, this is her informing you because usually we would call you at about 10 to 7. 10 to 7, yeah, but you're in prime time today. Yeah, yeah. so you were still asleep. Um, and I believe this is your wife waking you up, letting you know that you were going to be on the air at a different time this morning. Trinity Chat Tuesday is at 7.40 today. I guess you can just lie and say how you helped me out last night with the kids and let me sleep in. <laughs> She's golden, she, that woman. She's full of lies. You guys must top it all the time at work, eh? No, I'm not saying nothing, mate. No, I'm sorry, I know it's, it's a bro code here, but you are on your own, champion. Your Honour, I've never met this man in my life. Um, did did you keep sleeping last night while the kids got out of bed and she was meant to be resting? Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. So I'm going to say I was fast asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But, yeah, Matt, but, yeah. Remember how I, Maddie and Stav, remember how I went and did that hearing test? Yeah. I was, I'm as deaf as a doorpost, mate. So she's got to wake me up. She can't expect me just to wake up to a kid crying. That is true. Because you, you don't know? get up to the kids, we did get your ears tested, and they said that That's when you're right. asleep, you probably wouldn't be able to hear them. Yeah, so, you know. Out of, out of one ear, but, and we do know that you do sleep on your good ears. So <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some more audio here, Scotty. Do you have a boys' uh, night? Do you have a boys' night this weekend? I do coming up, yeah. Yeah, yep. uh, I don't, I don't what know. Do we, you remember what we're doing? Uh, what, what are we doing? I don't know. It's a boys' night out, isn't it? Didn't oh. we organise it last Saturday? Well, I don't know, did we? I was a, a little bit. I was a little bit under the weather. Uh, this is this is Abby um, on her little speaking spell, chatting to you about what, how it's going to go down uh, this weekend for your boys' night. Good luck for Sunday morning after your boys' night. Now, if you can't help out when I'm sick. <laughs> I got up to Finn when he got up to head. <laughs> That noise you hear is her thumping the keys. That's her typing with anger. Uh, yeah, she's a very angry woman. You boys know that. No, we don't. Yeah, that, don't, yeah, don't give me that judge my honour stuff. Come on. Sorry, wrong number. Uh, <laughs> New phone. Who dis? <laughs> Good luck, buddy. We hope Abs is feeling better. Give her our uh, our love and just get up to the kids once, mate. Just get up once. All right, I'll try. I'll try. Listen, the reason why I wanted her to stay home is because she never takes a sick day in her life. Yeah. And um, and she's doing a twenty four hour job tomorrow. Yeah. The twenty four hour, you boys are going to you guys are going to be on the air, so. It's, uh, it's going to be a big one. So she's probably going to lose her voice halfway through that. So everyone will be happy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I actually, for the first time ever, I thought he, he's going to roll something sweet out here. He's going to say how much he appreciates her. Yeah. yeah. I do. I do appreciate her. 
All right. Just in small Stop dose. it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> See you, Scotty. Nice to talk to you, buddy. Uh, oh, I celebra- think we're complicit in a murder. <laughs> celebrating 50 years of tools. CNL Tools Banyo because you want to buy tools, not talk to one. CLToolCenter.com.au. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Disgraced millionaire Jeffrey Epstein is dead. The investigation is not. With accusations leveled against prominent people. Have you ever heard of this guy before? Yes, this I have. Came out? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I'd, I'd, until this week, the name had never come across me at all. Right. Um, but now... God, it's all you hear about. But you, you have taken a specific liking to this <laughs> entire... You're very interested in, in what's going on. Well, I, I believe that... I'm a, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist yeah. at times. And when you read about this story, he is a billionaire mm. who has... Stacks of money. No one's actually quite sure on how he's made all of his money over the years. There have been rumours that he is a master blackmailer uh-huh. of people, and that is how he's made his billions and then converted that on the stock market, etc., etc. Mm. Um, he is known to be friends with President Donald Trump, former President Bill Clinton, and linked to Prince Andrew. And this man um, is a convicted pedophile. Yes. He also is, uh, well, was up on charges of human trafficking. And you would have heard the story of Virginia um, Giffray, I believe is how you say her last name, yeah. who lives in Cairns. She's an Australian girl who um, had alleged that he had her out on a yacht and travelled around the world with her and used her as a sex slave yeah. um, all over the world, which is just horrendous for anyone, let alone a teenage girl. Yeah. And then, of course, the revelation after he went to um, prison, he was uh, awaiting his trial. And then over the course of last week, he ended up taking his own life. So he was on suicide watch because he'd tried to do it. Yes. After three or four days. They took him off suicide watch and he went back into normal population. If someone is having those thoughts, you don't just in three or four days clear your mind of that. No. Went back into a normal cell. Uh, Rumours are that a camera malfunctioned, uh-huh. and while the camera malfunctioned, he committed suicide, and this man, this horrendous man, will not face trial or have to admit to the crimes at which he's committed, if he has. Yes. But then so, there's the other, the more conspiracy, as you kept on going in, deeper into it, he is friends with a lot of high-profile people, and was yeah. he going to implicate any of these high-profile people in the case? Well, this is what people are asking. Mm. They're saying, if this went to trial, and the truth came out... yeah. Would this guy roll on these people? Because the other, I guess, thing that's thrown around is there were talks of him having cameras set up in places where untoward things were going on. But then he would then use that footage against the people in the in the footage. Yeah, and and that is how he made his money. It was another one of the rumors. Now all of this is alleged. Yes, none of it could be true, (laughs) and we're walking through a legal minefield. (laughs) Um, But either way, it wasn't looking good for this guy. when we come back, we're going to talk to a guy by the name of Cameron Lindsay. Now, he is a former prison warden uh, for the Metropolitan Detention Centre in New York. He knows how these prisons work. Yep. He knows if anything untoward has happened here. Has this man been murdered? Did he take his own life? We're going to get as much info from him when we return. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. While disgraced millionaire Jeffrey Epstein is dead, the investigation is not. With accusations leveled against prominent people. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy news story um, about this billionaire who was up on horrendous sex crimes. A lot of different 
things going around, conspiracy theories. Uh, we just broke down a whole heap of them just before. Yeah. I'm quite deep into this. Uh, you are loving it. You're deep diving into it, yes. <laughs> so we thought, you know what, we need to get some answers on this. Is it possible for someone in a maximum security prison on suicide watch to actually self-harm themselves? Um, and to do that, we have uh, an American former prison warden on the air with us with the Metropolitan Detention Center in New York, Cameron Lindsay. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Now, Cameron, you have over 30 years' experience uh, doing this job, and you don't believe there's any possibility that he could have committed suicide under the circumstances he found himself in? Well, I, I think there were procedurally a couple things that went wrong there, and, and what this boils down to is uh, a lack of sound correctional leadership and decision-making, very frankly. Um, I'm, I'm hearing that Epstein was, first of all, celled with another inmate at some point. Some people saw that as positive because he may not have been able to, to facilitate a suicide had somebody stayed in the cell with him, but that's a misnomer in and of itself because a guy like Epstein, who is already a convicted pedophile in this country. He is suspected of human trafficking, uh, sexual assault on, on juvenile uh, females. Yes. He's connected to everybody. He's a billionaire. So for another inmate, a predatory inmate, to kill or take out an inmate the likes of Epstein is actually a, a badge of honor. So the, the, the point being that he should never have been sold with anybody at any point. And I, and I guess there was no catastrophic event over that. He was appropriately placed on suicide watch. And I suspect, the investigation will bear this out, but I suspect that he was able to charm or manipulate, somehow sweet-talk himself off the suicide watch, making him a mental health professional think he was no longer a threat to himself. He was therefore moved into a cell in the special housing unit where he's only going to be observed once in every 30-minute interval. Right. I, I believe, and look, I can read a lot of stuff and go very deep down into a tunnel at times, Cameron, but you're, you're reading things about former presidents, prime ministers, other businessmen, even some royals who... Um, Are implicated. Yeah, in. they're saying are possibly implicated. So there's a lot of high-powered people... <laughs> who could have, I guess, essentially put a hit out. Now, this is stuff we're reading. We well, don't know if it's true. What are your thoughts on that? I really don't think something like that could happen. But, I mean, within the realm of anything being possible, well, anything is possible. <laughs> yeah, really. So that's 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 why it is so critically important for uh, correctional leadership, wardens, associate wardens, deputy wardens, these types of people. This is why it's so important that they set the tone of leadership for the facility, that they engage in sound decision-making. I mean, this this is Corrections 101. This is just so basic. Anybody on the outside that knows nothing about jails and prisons can look in and say, why would they remove this guy from Suicide Watch? He was a pre-trial, pre-sentence inmate. There, there were a multitude of procedural, uh, procedural breakdowns. Would he have had access to any of his um, financials or uh, any out contact with the outside world to pay someone off to, to do this for it? I would be surprised if not now while he wouldn't directly be able to control his his financial business from inside jail but he has a i'm sure he had a slew of attorneys and and other uh assistants and whatnot that can do whatever needs to be done at at, at his direction now some of the people that i that i spoke of before and it's been widely uh publicized you know he was friends with donald trump former president bill clinton um prince andrew is the the royalist i was talking about yeah 
just to go with the conspiracy thing, there was also reports that the camera from inside the cell broke down okay. for the period of which the incident happened. That seems very, very coincidental that um, that would occur. I don't think that's accurate because in the Bureau of Prisons, uh, I, at least in my entire career, I never saw where a camera was trained on the inside of a cell. Right. Um, now, there, there are some correctional agencies that do engage in that practice, but to the best of my knowledge, and at least the time in my career with the Bureau of Prisons, there were no, no cameras trained inside the cell. So but, they're just, they're just on the they're, outside. They're not actually, there's not a camera in the corner the looking directly at the, the person. There you go. I am confident in telling you that we're never going to be able to see any kind of video evidence of Jeffrey Epstein killing himself. The only thing that you're going to be able to see are staff entering the cell, rendering medical assistance, and then exiting the cell and, and removing him. But you're not going to be able to see what happened inside that cell. Well, there you go. Cameron Lindsay, you're a former prison warden from um, Metropolitan Detention Centre in New York. You know this stuff like the back of your hand. You've lived it. You've been a part of it. It's all very sus, and considering but, the people he's been linked to... It's going to make a great telly movie one day. <laughs> it'll be on Netflix for sure. Netflix and Stan <laughs> yeah. are currently fighting it out. Well, well thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Ben. By the way, you all, I wrote a book, Triple Deuces, if you're ever interested. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Absolutely. We'll go right. and check it out. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, good on you, buddy. I think the saddest thing with this is there are women all over the world <laughs> who are ready to take this to trial and yeah. actually see some justice and see a man pay for the crimes at which he's committed, but now no, he won't. there'll be no closure. Yeah. I wonder if the, the big question is, though, he... with Who the money, him in the movie? No. Uh. <laughs> You're offering? <laughs> <laughs> no. With all the money that he's got, yeah. will there be a, some sort of settlement? Like, there's billions of dollars at stake here. If he's, fa- Do they still do a trial, and can he be found guilty you even can, though he's not alive? You can be found posthumously guilty of crimes, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how that, that works, but it'll be interesting. There is Cameron Lindsay uh, on the air with us. It's Stav, Abby and Matt, Brisbane's Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, Alpha Bucks returns Thursday morning, 7 and 8 a.m. Uh, tomorrow being Wednesday, the 14th of August, will be People's Day. So, oh, are we are. Hang on, I'm just being, I'm being told by our uh, producer we're playing Alpha Bucks while we're there. Yeah. Sick! Yeah, so the letters for those are O and H. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. And if you're just joining the show, welcome. Thanks for listening. But uh, we've been doing an out-of-this-world proposal. It's been a journey so far, and here's what we've gotten up to. This is a story that will be passed on to great, 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 great grandchildren. There's a lot of pressure these days to have a great proposal story. The perfect proposal. Which is why we want to do... Stab Abby and Matt's Out of This World Proposal. To infinity and beyond! A proposal that can never be told. We're going to send a diamond ring to outer space. It's going to come down and someone's going to propose. A $20,000 diamond ring. One ring to rule them all. What we're prepared to do at Xenox Diamonds is we want to give you a $20,000 diamond engagement ring to give to that one lucky couple. An unforgettable moment. Shannon, tell us about your amazing proposal story. My mates got married. They all did these fancy proposals, and I thought, they're a pack of idiots. So I went straight down to the local KFC. I got her a large Twister meal, and I gave her the ring there, (laughs) and she loved it. (laughs) A declaration of love. You are the most romantic man. How romantic is that? You couldn't beat that. No one could beat that. 
The planning has all been smooth sailing. How do we get a ring to outer space and then come back? My suggestion is use a weather balloon. PhD yes. candidate and lecturer at UQ. Is this something that you do? Yeah, we launch about 10 balloons here a year, occasionally uh, more if we're doing some research, and yeah, we do them quite often. Are you keen to join our team? I would love to join your yeah. team. Yeah! Hey! Unfortunately, our scientists had to say, no can do. He got cold feet. But with determination, anything is possible. Blake, what do you do? I have a company called Australian Rocketry, and we specialise in launching rockets. The balloons are great, yeah. but they're nowhere near as cool as rockets. Do you believe that you could have a diamond ring attached to a rocket and know where it lands? Absolutely. Blake, you're a hero. Ah, lovely to meet you. I'm an astrophysicist. Matt, the new bachelor, you're an astrophysicist. Do we have your backing to pull this out of this world proposal off? I can say, yeah, this is Matt Agnew endorsed. Oh, yeah! Hey. Hey. There you go. We'll know the rough area that it will land. Yes. yes. Each couple will get a section. If it lands in your designated section, yeah. it's your ring. So it's a romantic competition. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Will Stav, Abby and Matt pull off an of this world proposal. Congratulations. You are Thank our you. first couple in line for the out of this world proposal. Yes. I'm so, so crazy. Stoked. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can't believe we got a rocket. Yeah, I know, I know right? right? <laughs> no, neither can we, Dallas. Another ridiculous idea. Stab Abby and Matt's out of this world proposal. To be honest, the rocket is probably the coolest part of this. Oh, completely. And the part the boys are concentrated on. Yeah. The proposal and the ring is lovely for the, the ladies. Yes. <laughs> but if you are a guy who gets to be part of this, just reel that in. Make it seem like you're really excited about getting married. Yeah, you, yeah. And especially for the guys involved, you've really got to focus on the proposal, yes. not the rocket. Yes. yes. So It's look. going to be bitching. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Xenox Diamonds. Where beautiful engagement rings are crafted with an unforgettable experience. Stav, Abby and Matt's Out of This World Proposal. Oh, yeah, a proposal to end all proposals. A rocket goes to outer space. It breaks apart. On part of that rocket is a $20,000 Xenox diamond ring. It falls to the ground. One couple will get it and have their happily ever after. But we can't actually locate exactly where it's going to land, which is why we need a few couples, and they mark their territory however they want to do that. <laughs> and if it lands within their area, then they are the ones that get engaged. Yep, that's right. We'll drink a wa- lot of water. Yep. We have a general idea of where it lands. Hopefully. Queensland. Yes. Yeah, then, yeah. There's, then there's wind and all that. Anyway, so we're meeting a few couples that have applied, and Christian and Ella join us. Now, Christian, can you tell the beautiful story about how um, your girlfriend became downstairs girl to upstairs girl? I don't know if it's the most rom- romantic story, but essentially we um, good old flatmates.com <laughs> um, and, and yeah, way, way from there we, I suppose it, we obviously knew each other. Because you lived yeah. together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah, so she moved in, so we never I suppose we bypassed that awkward move-in stage mm. um, and went straight to it. All right, now, Ella, uh, I'm going to let you retell that story and do it in the way that you would usually tell your friends and family. 
Um, we did meet on flatmates.com. I had just moved back from Adelaide to Brisbane and needed a house to live in, so found uh, this place that was perfect for me. And uh, Christian went away for the first two weeks and I hadn't even paid bond or rent. He just said, yep, I can have the room, and you know, I moved. Um, so he seemed like a pretty trustworthy kind of guy. Or <laughs> 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 well, thought I was good looking. I don't know, one of the two. Yeah, right. And um, he introduced me to his father as the girl downstairs. So that's how I was known to everyone as the girl downstairs. And after a while, I became the girl upstairs. So. All right. <laughs> right, okay. And is there now another girl downstairs paying rent? Uh, he sold that house. Right. Oh, okay. no, no, now yeah, we don't have done. downstairs. We've just got the one side, both of us. Right. Yeah, she right. made clear of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no more downstairs area for you, Christian. <laughs> no. <laughs> so why haven't you guys got um, engaged before, Christian? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, funnily enough, we... So I'm, I was a wedding DJ for about eight, nine years. Yeah. And um, <laughs> let's just say I'm... <laughs> Weddings are um, not at the front of my mind anymore. I've stopped doing that. But right. Ella on the side, she's now a wedding celebrant. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. It's a movie, guys. This is a movie. Yeah. Wow. So she's full-volume wedding, and I'm, uh, you know, weddings are in my past now. I'm like, uh, so. Imagine all the money you're going to save if you win this ring. You're not paying for a ring. You can DJ your own wedding. And, Ella, you're a celebrant. It's going to cost you barely nothing. I've got a few connections. Yeah. Can you marry yourself? No. No, no you can't. No. no. Of course not. It's too big. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have, you would have tried years ago. <laughs> I'm too good exactly. for me. Just uh, this. <laughs> Christian, what was your go-to dance floor filler when you were a wedding DJ? Oh, jeez. Defend on, defend on your crowd. Um, look, Peter Andre, perhaps. Oh. Good <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no. A lot of that. Islander Weddings, he had a big following there. So oh. Mysterious Girl was, from what I've been told, yeah. right up there. Right. <laughs> so you're a niche market. Well, as the ring falls, when if it lands in your section, guys, I reckon we need to have Peter Andre at the ready. <laughs> that sounds perfect. My no, like actual Peter Andre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he still around? No. Yeah, he, he is, is in the UK, one yeah. of the, the best singers, most talented of all time. Yeah, okay. um, now, more importantly, you guys are actually expecting a baby. We are. I'm uh, 36 or nearly 37 weeks pregnant, so oh just biding my time. <laughs> uh, there is a chance, guys, that we may have to travel west to, d- <laughs> to do this. So that's all right. It's okay. But what 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 if we travel four hours west to launch a rocket and you go into labour, Ella? Well, labour takes a while. I hear, or from what I've been told, the first ten hours are just eating snacks, isn't it? Oh wow, oh Ella, my God. I love you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys are in. Can we get a stand-in if it's really that close, though, for Ella? Yeah. Yeah, like, like a, Christian like a... proposes to on Peter Andre. Peter Andre comes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Is there another Ella out there who wants to be the stunt Ella <laughs> that stunt Christian Ella. will propose to in case the real Ella is in the hospital? We'll just find a girl downstairs. We'll be, we'll be <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> Flatmates. Flatmates. Oh, well, let's hit up flatmates.com. That's where we get it. But you guys are in. You guys are in. Oh, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, no now, uh, this is an amazing story. Good luck. We will, uh, when we have our map of the launch area, we will assign you guys to a plot of land and you could be winning a $20,000 engagement ring. Woohoo! Great.
Okay. Acreage or hectares? Or we, we haven't we worked know. out that. We, well, don't know. we need to talk to the rocket man. Yeah. That was also the weather guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. They'll give yeah. us a, a rough idea. But an out of this world proposal never to be topped. There they are, our next couple, Christian and Ella here at Hit 105. And a big thank you to Carl from Xenox Diamonds, where beautiful engagement rings are crafted with an unforgettable experience. A $20,000 ring. It's on the line. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. You know that I pride myself on my uh, movie knowledge and trivia. If you ever see Stab in the street, one of the greatest things you can ever do is give him the year of a movie yeah. and the two main actors, and he will be able to tell you the movie that it is. Yes. Now, I don't know whether it's because you had a wonderful childhood or a terrible one. <laughs> Let's not get into that. But it is actually one of the finest skills that you possess. Thank you. It's also completely useless. Uh, I used to work at a blockbuster video. Kids, Google it. They used to have to go out and pick your films uh, and then take them home and everything. It's crazy. Sometimes, if they were real popular, you had to reserve it. Yes, you did. Mm. Yeah. $6.50 for an overnighter. So I get a lot of uh, a lot of my friends will ask me for recommendations, you know? And uh, I was talking to uh, my pilot friends, uh, the pilots, we call them that because they're they're both pilots. Mm. Very and... attractive, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I say that all, every time. They're... they're beautiful people. It's kind of annoying that they're smart and hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're those type of people, but either way. <laughs> um, and they were saying, oh, we've run out of shows to watch. What's what's good? What's good? And I was like, well, everyone's talking about Chernobyl. Have you seen? Have you been watching Chernobyl? No. Yeah, everyone's raving about it. It's fantastic. It's about the Chernobyl disaster the, when the um, nuclear reactor melted down and everything that happened after that. It's very dark, but it's very good. And um, they were like, all right, cool, we'll watch it. A couple of weeks went past, and I caught up to them again. I was like, what did you think of Chernobyl? And they were like, I don't stab. Like, it was awful. I'm like, what? So it was really it was really bad. Actually, we ruined our night. It was terrible. Halfway through, we were like, in fact, we're not sure that we can be friends with you anymore. Well, see, that's the, that's the hard part when you offer, when you suggest something dark, yeah. is it, it might emotionally touch people differently the way it did to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and if I, I would assume there would have been lots of death and destruction in that and they may not have been able to There is. There is. But I was like, are you sure that yet yeah, I did like if that's what you think we would like, then I don't think that we can be friends because it was so far off our taste. Like you've really I was like Are they highly religious or had had family involved in Chernobyl? Well see the thing is generally across the board it's won like awards, it's like it's really popular. So I was like are you sure? And I said, yeah, the Chernobyl Diaries. And I was like, we're going to stop you there because Chernobyl is a 19, uh, 2019 miniseries, five-parter, that's on Netflix. Yeah. Chernobyl Diaries is a 2002 terrible, terrible horror film <laughs> where a group of teens go to Chernobyl and get attacked by mutant fish. They watch the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> the plot synopsis is they get chased by mutant dogs, uh, bitten by uh, mutant fish, and then mutant people who have been turned mutant by the radiation from Chernobyl attack them and kill them. I'm surprised the pilots even talked to you long enough to tell you that. <laughs> they watched the wrong movie. If we hadn't have discussed it, we would not be friends anymore. Who would make that movie? 
A mute, so the mutant fish kill everyone from the Chernobyl. Well, the mutant fish give them a nibble. I've seen it. Fucking a lot. You're giving me a full review on yeah. it, so yeah. don't get. Yeah. yeah, it was by the writer of Paranormal Activity, so there was a bit of quip behind it, but it was yeah. awful. Okay, awful. right, so, right. Yeah, just no. You you, yeah, be careful what you suggest to people, and always follow up after. Yes, sounds like it's. And if they tell you, so always even have a backup show. So if someone, if you tell them the actual show and they hate that, go no, I actually meant this other yes. one. So you're always in the clear. Stav Abby. And Matt. On Hit 105. Abs, of course, has been away this morning. Lost her voice. Supporting. She has, because Tuesdays are... For, for the, the boys! boys. <laughs> Idiots. You said it too. I know, I said idiots. <laughs> All right. As we uh, look back and reflect, we are on the air till 10, but let's take a moment right now. Who goes first? Then? Oh, well, usually it's Abby. But I guess, I'll, I guess I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to. Man, she's not here and the whole place is falling, <laughs> falling apart. It's falling apart. Oh, my God. <laughs> Face recognition. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a great technology. And it's insane, actually, how 10 years ago that was only on the movies. Yes. You know, like in Mission Impossible and stuff, that would be like the hyper, hyper security that you would see to a vault. That's true. For the FBI. But now... You can lift your old iPhone in front of you and it goes, good morning, and opens up. We've got it set up on our laptops here, which I thought is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. But in the last couple of weeks, I must have put on a bit of weight or something. Oh, no. Because it's not recognising me. (laughs) No matter what angle I sit at, (laughs) it's still the same face. Is it, though? It's like, nah, champion, you're not allowed in here. So, I don't know what's going on. Hurt your chubs. <laughs> hey. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. It's pretty cool. We've got some billboards out there. Yeah. Promote the show. Promote the show. Our uh, individual shots with lines from very popular songs. Out near someone who works here, you know, Nick. How about Nick? Never heard of him. You know. <laughs> good, good bloke. Yeah, he's a good bloke. Out there where he, he lives, there's one of me that says, All about that bass. Ah, yes, Megan Trainer. Great, great hit. Uh-huh. He took a photo of it and then airbrushed out the beat. <laughs> How sexist. <laughs> so apparently, out there in Gaythorn, I'm all about that ass. Is that the one where you're doing a thumbs up? That was pointed out on Instagram. (laughs) 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 Funny because it's true. Okay, thanks for nothing. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There's the podcast, everybody. I hope you have a great day. See you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Stab Abby and Matt.